This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. McDowell Specialty Repair, Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle and Cook Mortgage, LLC, and Rio Body Center. And now, here's your host, Skip Hall. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today, our special guest is none other than Sarah Wiles. And uh, I used to know her as Sarah Swanson because she's the daughter of friends Bruce and Nancy Swanson. But she's since married, and uh, she's done a terrific job at Boise State, and I want to cover some of that ground. But uh, first of all, Sarah, welcome to Game Plan for Life. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, we've got a lot to talk about today, and I want to I want the listeners to understand exactly what Sarah's all about and what she's doing for the the Bronco athletes, uh, all sports, not not just football or basketball, but all sports. But Sarah joined the Boise State Athletic Department in the summer of 2011, and she's worked in a variety of roles in marketing, academic advising, assistant to the head football coach. And that's always fun, right? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and before uh, becoming assistant athletic director for student athlete development, and that was in 2017. Sarah now serves as the associate athletic director for student athlete development following the promotion in August of 2023. In this role, she continues to oversee Bronco Life, but will also expand on community and career networking partnerships. She is also currently serving as project manager for the department's Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Belonging Committee as part of Bronco United. We'll talk more about that. Mm -hmm. That's a mouthful. Sarah also oversees the Bronco Life Program that provides dynamic and impactful programs to develop and empower student-athletes to be positive influencers in their community and to help them reach their full potential in both their college careers and lives after sports. Overall, the Bronco Life Program focuses on the whole person and emphasizes academics, sports performance, health and wellness, community planning for career, While she is involved in many areas, her main concentration is building community and career networking relationships. She's also the academic advisor for men's basketball. Well, Sarah, congratulations. You've done a lot in your young life. It's been fun. It's been fun. Yes. Yep. Well, obviously, you've done a great job also, and that that's uh, that's why you're still there and, and gaining promotions and getting new uh, challenges. But before we dive into that uh, deeper, let's go back and have you tell your story, you know, starting from when, mm-hmm. where you grew up, which is pretty close, <laughs> and then kind of march us up to where we are today. Sure. I grew up here in Boise, and I went to Centennial High School, graduated from there in 1990. And then actually went on to play tennis my freshman year at Boise State Mm -hmm. and really enjoyed that. I got a little taste of being a student athlete. Um, I think growing up here in Boise in a place that I love, I I wanted to 
spread my wings and see what else was out there. And so I had an opportunity to go to Northern Arizona University to finish my school, but I also started working in the athletic department there. Um, They gave me a tuition waiver for my in-state and out-of-state tuition, and in return I worked in the office 20 hours a week and Mm. so I knew right away that that was a career I wanted to pursue and so I took advantage of every opportunity to volunteer in every part of athletics and learn network get experience um, meet people and so that's where I started in athletics Um, from there I went on to work at the University of Washington for a year in Mm -hmm. the football office Mm -hmm. and then I came back to Boise for a few years I worked for an organization called Young Life Young Life you bet and then I went down to Las Vegas and worked at UNLV in their football office for six years so most of my career has been working in college athletic departments mostly with football Mm -hmm. but I came back to Boise in 2011 and was able to do the work that you mentioned mm-hmm. and then yep. today love that my job is a place where I get to really make a difference it's more than a job for me and I love investing in the next generation and student athletes and helping them figure out who they are and where they want to go after they graduate and finish their sports yeah making a difference boy that's that's really what it's all about because People see the players, you know, whether it's football, basketball, or whatever, whatever sport, and they they see these these young people c- compete at at, at uh, highest level, but they don't see the what's behind the scenes about mm-hmm. what they're doing as far as academics, about character development, for example. Mm-hmm. Now, those are the two things that I was always big on as as a coach was academics and character development and um, in fact (laughs) when I first came to Boise as a head coach uh, I made this statement at a booster lunch and I said academic integrity and character development are more important than winning any football game Mm -hmm. and you can put that on my my tombstone Mm -hmm. well I'm sure that afternoon there were some boosters out looking for a tombstone (laughs) because that's not what they wanted to hear they wanted to hear we're going to win 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 but you know what winning goes way beyond the scoreboard and it's so important for these young people to get some help, you know, some some guidance along the way and help to formulate, you know, what they want to do and yeah, so it's 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 such a great role Sarah yeah. that you're that you're playing. Thank you. I think it's so interesting because the student athletes really are amazing young people and they have so many things that a lot of people don't even know about right. and they are going on to be doctors and lawyers and engineers yeah. and construction yeah. management and they're so educators. There's just so many different fields that they want to go into. And so getting to help them explore, obviously, they're really great athletes or they wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that. But how do we help them know that they're more than that and that they are going to impact the the next generation and, and the future? And so helping them figure that out. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Sarah, kind of break down, you know, what you do and how how it works daily in conjunction with the student athletes mm-hmm. and with their practice schedule and all that kind of stuff. Well, it has to be a finely tuned thing. So kind of explain to us how that all works. Okay. So I, I work with the Bronco Life Program yep. and I have a team. There's two full-time people, two graduate assistants that are both former athletes and then two mm-hmm. undergraduate interns that are current student athletes. 
And we work with, we have 360 plus, depends, you know, which season it is, uh, student athletes. And we work with them in a lot of different ways. So the three main pillars that we have is personal development, community engagement, and then professional development. And so between those three areas, we want to help them in the personal development area figure out who they are. It's the first time away from home for most of them, figuring out their core values, what's important to them, what are their strengths, what are their weaknesses, how do they want to grow, where do they want to end up. Mm. Um, That's part of our personal development. There's a lot of one-on-one conversations. We have a freshman workshop series where we teach four different weeks on a lot of different topics to get Mm -hmm. to know them, but also help them discover themselves. From there, we'll work into community engagement. So once you know what's important to you and what your values are, it's easier to say, okay, now how do you want to get engaged in your community? And for some of them, they, they need to be able to define what their community is. So is it their team? Is it their family? Is it their city? Is it the athletic department? Is it back home? Um, Is it a cause that's really important to them? And so we volunteer a lot in the community, a lot of elementary schools, and um, I'll go into that probably more later, but there's a lot of areas that we volunteer in and help Mm -hmm. them get engaged. And then finally, the professional development is really exploring different types of careers, different futures. Right. What do they bring to the table? How do we help them get ready for that? So those three areas, personal, community, and professional, are our main focus. Mm-hmm. From there, we have, like I said, one-on-one conversations, small group conversations, workshop series, big, large events that we'll do. And it just depends on the time of year. It depends on what season we're in. Some athletes are, are more available during their off season. So we'll plan specific things during that time. Some people practice in the morning or practice in the afternoon. So we'll do a lot on the evenings. We try to avoid class times. We want to be available to all of them. So if they can't make it to something that we host, we'll, we'll do something one-on-one with them. Mm -hmm. But, um, my goal is to build relationships with them. I think that's really important. So we know what's important to them and we know how to help them. Yeah, that's, that's great. So, all of this, like I say, with their practice schedule, and all, it has to be finely, finely tuned. And and so they just you, you look at their schedules and and work things out from there. How does how do you schedule this stuff? Yeah, it is complicated. Um, tr- when they start traveling, when they start competing, there's right. a lot of moving parts. They have class, they have tutors, they have training room, they have film, they have all kinds of things. Yeah. So we look at. Um, Sometimes we'll have two of the same event. So one will be offered in the morning, one will be offered in the evening. Um, One will be on a Monday night because there's not as much going on on a Monday night, but our golf teams travel on Mondays. So we'll have something later in the week, maybe in the morning. Mm -hmm. So we, we try to be really flexible and it does, we have to look at travel schedules when we plan things. We also look at other things going on in the department. So if there's a, um, a mental health event one night we we don't want to schedule something the same night we work together as a team to make sure that we aren't competing with each other but we're complementing each other and that like right. with our nutrition or tutoring or academics we want to make sure we're being aware of the student athlete schedules and I think for so many of them, they have so many commitments that we don't want to plan things just to plan things. We want to make sure that they're meaningful that they are um, getting getting what they need to get out of these special events that we host. And so um, we try not to have too many, yeah. but have it be really high quality. And right. 
um, go from there. Mm -hmm. So as they initially come in as freshmen, why it's a big change for for them from Mm -hmm. high school, and Mm -hmm. and they get into this this kind of stuff. And and what what kind of response do you typically get from the the student athletes when they first come in? Yeah, I think they are excited to be on campus. They're a little overwhelmed with all of the things that are going on with the schedule and. There's a lot for them. I think when I ask them, "What's your? what are you most excited about and what are you the most afraid of or most nervous about, they always say they're most excited about winning and competing because right. they're competitors. Yeah. And they're the most nervous about failing in mm-hmm. all parts of their life. And so our first semester with them, we spend a lot of time with our freshmen. Our academic advisors meet with them weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, my staff meets with them as often as we can. The nutritionists meet with them. The our mental health counselors meet with them. So we really try their first semester to embrace them and help them discover that this is their new family away from home. But we're here, we're all resources for them, but also help guide them because it is a little bit overwhelming. Right. So I think that their first semester is where we spend a lot of time with them, getting to know them and building those relationships. Mm, yep, yep, yep. Well, as noted, you, you're, you're the project manager for the department's diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging committee as part of Bronco United. Break that down for us. I know that's a complicated one. (laughs) Um, We have student athletes from all over the world. And what we want for them is to feel like this is home for them, that they belong, that we are meeting their needs and creating a family atmosphere. All of it comes from that. And so we do different programming for different groups and different people. And we'll have certain lunches or events, tailgates. We'll have like our international students, for example, next week, we have some professionals coming in to help them with their taxes, because that's Mm, something that's really complicated. And when you're on scholarship and for international kids, that's really different. We do a women's group for some of our younger graduate assistants where we're helping to provide mentors for them and help encourage them in in the world of college athletics and how do we guide each other and and support each other in that. So there's a lot of different areas that in that group, I'm not in charge of it. I Mm -hmm. just, there's five or so areas that we focus on and I help our committees. I basically hold people accountable with what are you doing? What do we have? What do we need? Where are we going? And it's exciting to see people get involved in that way. And I, feel, I think you feel more like you belong when you're invested in something. And so oh, yeah. we, we really focus a lot on getting feedback. And not only for that group, but for our Bronco Life areas, too. I don't mm-hmm. want to just have programming. I ask the student athletes. I ask the former student athletes, what do you wish we had? What do, you, what do we do that works well? Mm-hmm. And get their buy-in and their feedback. And then that's kind of how we create our student athlete experiences from feedback. And right, so, right. Yeah. So Bronco United is accumulation of all these things. Broncos United is our our overarching, um, I don't know if it's a theme, but it's more for our staff right. in that we all work together. We are all part of the same group, and our staff really focuses on um, personal development, community engagement, equality, belonging, professional development, mental health and wellness, and physical health and wellness. So all of those parts make up Broncos United. Mm-hmm. To try to break it down a little from there, Bronco Life is for the student athletes, and it's focusing on those three areas that I talked about, right. personal, community, and professional. So 
There's a lot going on. There's a lot of moving parts to people. But as we look at our staff and our student athletes and think of them as whole people, there's so much more than just coming to work every day or so much more than just showing up to compete. And how do we make sure everyone is embracing all parts of their life and that they're Mm -hmm. growing, they're challenged, that they're encouraged, that they are making a difference in what we do every day? And so there's... I hope that kind of explains yeah, the difference yeah, between Broncos yeah. United and Bronco Life. But yeah, 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 that's great. That's great. So, what kind of uh, support are you getting from the coaches? Our coaches are they love watching their student athletes get out of their comfort zone and grow. And yeah. so, some of the things that we offer, like for example, we have a networking mixer, and every January we call it Connect. And we invite 170, well, not 100, this last year we had 170, but it's all juniors and seniors, student athletes, freshmen and sophomore are invited, but they don't have to come, but juniors and seniors come. And then we invite 130, um, this last year we had 130 different business professionals from all different communities and all different lines of work. And our student athletes are charged with exploring careers, asking questions, practicing professional conversations, and starting to feel what it's like to network. Mm. And so they get dressed up, we go off campus, we have this big formal event, and the coaches love that because they get to see their student athletes shine outside of their sport. And that event is the best event that I can use to describe how our coaches feel about Bronco Life, is that they know it's a resource for their student athletes to not only grow as people, but to have their futures kind of ignited and started and right. get excited about yeah. that. And that those student athletes know that we will be with them. We are Our goal is for them to feel connected and confident when, mm-hmm. when their sports are over. They know what's next for them. And I think that's the part that our coaches love. We are all really involved with recruiting. And so both of yep. me and my other gal that works with me, mm-hmm. we both do recruiting meetings for a lot of sports that come on campus, a lot of kids that come. We want them to know we're helping them while they're here, but also when they graduate and move on. Yep. So I think our coaches, are, I know our coaches are very invested in what mm-hmm. we do. They yep. appreciate it. Um, they come to things. Coach Avalos comes. Yeah. A lot of them come to all of our events, and it's fun to see them there because then our student athletes realize it's important to their coaches. So it needs to be important to them as well. Mm, no so. kidding. No kidding. Well, Sarah, could you kind of give us a glimpse? Uh, I think the listeners would be interested in, in how does a student athlete put this all together? Yeah, going to school, going to practice, mm-hmm. uh, doing their homework, uh, doing the stuff that you're that you're talking about. I mean, how does that all come together? Is that through a mentorship thing that you, yeah. they've got people that are kind of guiding them and helping them along the way as far as what you do and other things? I think the first thing I would say about that is it's relationships, and so we. Our Bronco Life staff spends a lot of time the first semester getting to know them. It's one of those sayings, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so we want to know them first and ask a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it feels more natural. It doesn't feel like another thing they have to do. It's more 
They know that we are providing them with things that are helpful for them, and we want them to be really fun. So we we have a welcome back barbecue. We have a dodgeball tournament that's just for student-athletes. We have a best of the blue award show. We have a trivia night. Those kind of events create some relationships within the teams. Yes, They enjoy getting to know each other. They enjoy getting to laugh and have fun. The life of a student-athlete is so, so serious and competitive that yeah. anytime they get to have a release and have fun, that's great. But to me, that's breaking down walls. It's helping us get to know them. It's um, a chance for them to laugh and have fun with their mm. peers. Um, but that leads us to when we have serious conversations, it's more natural. And it's they know we care. And we can talk to Caden about electrical engineering and what his future is going to look like. We can talk to Dante and public policy and what that's going to look like. Right. We can talk to... Um, Malia and her interest in in the construction business and what that looks like. Mm So there's once we know them, it's more natural. And a lot of the events that we have, none of them are mandatory. They're things they can come to if they want. Right. When it works for their schedule. I'm very straightforward with them that I want them to say yes if they have time and they have energy. I want them to say no if they don't have time because that's also a life skill, knowing what your bandwidth is and when you're able to do stuff. And then we take advantage of the time we have with them and make sure that it's high quality and that they're getting the most out of everything that we do that they need to get out of it. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Well, I know in in the football program, and I did this way back when I was a coach, and I know Andy Avalos does it now, they have a chaplain and they have chapel services and so uh, some spiritual uh, development too. And I know you to be a Christian. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you guide them maybe into some, some areas where they can grow spiritually? So one of my favorite things is when I meet with freshmen, I, I ask them to come and bring their top three to five things that are their main things in their life. And that's what we talk about. Mm-hmm. And so what has been really fun for me is that so many of them come back with faith is the most important thing for me. And so it opens a door for me to talk to them about their faith and yep. what questions they have and what where they might want to grow or where they've come from. I get to hear a little bit about their spiritual journey and maybe mm-hmm. be an encouragement to them. Not all of our students are, are in that place. Right, and right. so I don't force those force conversations it, yeah. at all. I think it's, it's one of those things. In my office, I have a few things that are up on the wall that might spark some conversations but it's it's fun when those conversations come naturally. Mm-hmm. I I believe that this is my ministry, this job that I have. Yes. It's a way for me to care about kids unconditionally, to hear all the things that they want in their lives and how do I help them navigate through that. Yeah. But it's definitely a chance for me to care about kids and yeah. to unconditionally care about them yeah. no matter what. Yeah. So, And it's all about you, know, you helping make a difference in their mm-hmm. lives, and that's... Nothing better than that. Well, Sarah, I'm going to ask you a question here that might you may or may not want to uh, talk about, but um, there's a lot of stuff going on in sports, especially in the women's sector now, about these these trans uh, men that become women competing in sports. I mean, I just can't imagine it. But what what are your thoughts of that? You know, it's it's tricky. I think there's a lot of people above me and in the NCAA and in the world that are making decisions that are creating policy. My heart is always to care about the person. Right. I don't have, I don't 
even get to have an opinion about the policies as far as like mm-hmm. it, if it happens, it happens. My goal in life is to care about the person. And it goes back to kind of what I was saying before of le- unconditionally loving people and caring about people where they're at and helping them learn how to discover their own strengths and weaknesses and where they want to grow and ways they want to get involved in their community and then how to, what kind of jobs do they want? Mm-hmm. I really try to stay focused on that because that's all I can do. Right. Um, yeah. I think it's a much bigger, complicated it's topic complicated, and there's a lot yeah. of moving parts and p- sides. And so I do really believe that um, my job is to, and I, I think as a Christian, I feel like that, that I want to love people like Jesus love would love them. Right. And I want to care about them like that. And so always come back to that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Well, we've covered a lot of stuff here. Um, I want to ask you, we've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, what What does Sarah like to do when she's not doing all this work? What are your uh, personal uh, likes that, that, that you are involved with? Yeah. Um, so I am married, and I um, have two stepsons, and they are wonderful. They're all really neat Christians, really neat men. The boys are both involved with sports, so I do a lot. I watch a lot, um, yeah. but baseball and football. I'm very close with my family. Um, they all live here in Boise, which is really fun to get to watch my nieces and nephews grow up. Um, I'm very thankful for the journey that I've been on in my life. It didn't turn out how I thought it would. I it didn't get doesn't. married until <laughs> I was 49, and yeah. very thankful for my husband and our life together. It's mm. it's really neat to think of ways we can impact people together. He's a coach, high school football coach, and um, we just have a, a really fun time. We both volunteer with Young Life still and right. care about the high school kids and next generation. Um, I've We both have always had a heart for kids with special needs, and so I do a lot with that. I think I used to play tennis, so I still do that a little bit, um, like to be outside, mm-hmm. be in the mountains, go camping, skiing, all of that kind of stuff. Right. But one of my favorite things with my job is that I also get to volunteer in the community, which I, I've always loved doing that. And so helping our student athletes volunteer at a lot of different things, whether it's elementary schools or retirement homes or Make-A-Wish or Team Impact or kids with special needs. And um, we get to go out and do a lot. And that is I know you asked me outside of my job, but right. serving in a way that I get to help people is a is a really important thing to me. Yeah. And so helping our student athletes do that is a bonus. Good. I get to do that both sides. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, Sarah, we're we're out of time, unfortunately. It's it's been a real pleasure to have you come in and share your your personal story and also talk about what you do and how you're making a difference in the lives of these young people. So we want to thank you so much for being a guest mm-hmm. on thank Game Plan you. for Life. Thank you so much. God bless you. Game Plan for Life is brought to you by the following sponsors. Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Domino's Pizza. Diamond Heating and Cooling. Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. And Zero Edge Carpet Cleaning. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the game plan for life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.